Welcome to Featured Creatures. I am lost. I don't know where I am. I don't know how long it's been since these. I think I'm Garrett. That's what I'll go with. I'm Garrett today. Uh, it does feel like it's been forever. It feels like it's been months. It's been like two weeks. I know. Wow. It, it hasn't even been that long. It's like we were, well, yes, we were off for one week, but yeah, no. I'm Alex. It feels like it's been longer because I've been physically fighting inside of the Matrix with the hosting service. It, oh. oh, yeah. How's that, how's that going? I should have asked about do that. Do they just play White Rabbit nonstop? <laughs> yeah, but, like, they do. slow and reverb? <laughs> they do. Uh, I fucking finally got an episode to post a month after we originally uploaded it. <sighs> and dun, then... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> is that just what it is? It is. Is that our episode? They just, they just gave us the song for free? They did. All right. But I think I got this hosting service figured out. I'm still looking f- for a new, better one, but we're going to stick with this one until I can find, do the adequate amount of research. Yeah. All right. But because I was doing that, I forgot to put up a poll for a new episode. Oh, no. Does that mean grab bag? It's my favorite. <laughs> yes. yes. It's the grab bag. But we do have a poll up as moment of the recording, which means it'll be over by the time this comes out. Okay. Um, and it looks like the winner of that one is going to be the Roku Roku B. Okay. That sounds very Japanese, and I don't recognize it. It uh... Snake neck woman. Okay. All right. Well, good. I'm in favor of that one. We get to some Beetlejuice on here. All right. But uh, yeah. So today's a grab bag. So, who wants to pick a number between 1 and 28? You know what I want, Garrett? Throw me a K5. Elephant Man. Oh, oh, I love this guy. He's one of my favorite actors. (laughs) No, this is all one word, Elephant Man. Whoa, okay. No the. No the, so not the actor. This man is an animal, is what you're saying. This man... We don't know what this man is. He just didn't get his one big break. It's not fair. Don't judge him. I feel like if I if I looked like the elephant man, I would definitely become a supervillain. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they say that like if you it's you nothing know, to do with you, looking like him. You you, you your soul is this. just a supervillain. <laughs> You've wanted this. And you just want an excuse to do it. <laughs> the, I mean, I think some of it is that. Okay. All, all right. Okay. That. Let me. Sorry. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. This makes a little bit more sense. I am amazed that the Elephant Man was not a supervillain. Well, he had a beautiful soul, unlike you. It- <laughs> he was a thespian. <laughs> unlike me. I have a beautiful soul. No, you want to be a villain. He doesn't want to. He could have. I don't, I don't want to be a villain. I just am. Mm. Yeah, we but can luckily- change our future. We are not determined by our elephant bones. Luckily, <laughs> Our elephant genetics. Luckily for everyone, I don't have the means to be a supervillain. <laughs> that's, the, that's the other thing, you know? I feel like the elephant man. Mm. Like maybe if I had that look, I would, you know, I'd I'd have the motivation. I'm having trouble finding it, so I have to do some back searching. <laughs> yeah, you just keep getting all the, the results are the movie. Man. Who played the elephant man in that movie? Look in a mirror. It. Uh, You're <laughs> telling me I am the elephant man. I could have been a villain this whole time. You have been a villain this whole time. Oh. You're the only friend I know who has a plan to weaponize volcanoes. <laughs> Yeah, but like not many people have that plan. I forget. Did David Lynch do Dune right after Elephant Man? No. Uh, that'd be a wild trajectory. All of it. Because I'm trying to. I definitely got this one from Obscurban, 
but I can't find any links to that website anymore. <laughs> this is going to sound kind of like a joke, Garrett. It's not a it's not a joke. I mean this completely seriously. You should check villains wiki. <laughs> <sighs> okay. <laughs> like I just I want to know if it's going to show up. Uh, well, the real villain is whoever sold his bones. That wasn't fair. It's still some of my favorite like claymation is like the elephant man from the Michael Jackson video. <laughs> it's just not very good. Maybe that's what was on the poll. Michael Jackson? No, the claymation. Ah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know how you could not like this the guy's skull was super baller. Like if I had the chance to buy elephant man bones, I definitely would. <laughs> there we go. Found it on Upscurban. Did we do this one? We Hold did on. that weird thing in this like the swamp in Australia. Yeah, that was an elephant humanoid. Um, Wait, Bradley Cooper played the elephant man on Broadway? Which looks like this is the exact same creature. Oh, no. Well, wasn't David Bowie doing the elephant man and then Chapman almost shot him there, but he didn't? Really? Maybe. He was doing a Broadway thing and he, he would have something, something. Oh, no. He, yeah, 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 yeah. I just yeah, don't yeah. remember. Okay, um... Because I've seen footage of him doing the Elephant Man. Since I deleted Elephant Man, you still want K5? Yeah. All right. Or a 23, you know. I got K5. I know two numbers. Kinderhook Blob. Hmm. All right, the Kinderhook Blob. In 1960s New York, no fewer than six witnesses encountered a floating, mysterious blob-like creature. (laughs) It was so (laughs) terrifying. That was so terrifying, two armed men fled from it in terror. (laughs) The story of this creature began in Kinderhook, New York. The first report from 1962 comes from a 10-year-old boy at the time and his 7-year-old cousin. Doesn't say parentheses at the time for 7-year-old cousin. So he's 7 forever. Wow. Still 7 to this day. The rest are from people who happen to be in the woods several years apart, including one encounter from as recent as 2017. Whoa. By this <clears throat> eternal seven-year-old. Well, that was one of the powers he got from the... What's It's the Kinderhook what? Blob. The Kinderhook Blob. Oh, so you just like nibble on that, you become immortal, whatever yeah. age you're at? Yep. That's horrible. I, mean, I don't know, that might be kind of Does awesome. it taste good, though? Well, let's find out. Oh. Maybe it tastes like a Kinder Egg. Oh. And that makes sense. And then you get hooked. Yep. Because <laughs> that's, that's, that's where the name of the town comes from. According to Hollenbeck, he and his cousin were walking in the woods when they saw the creature... There's a quote, so I'm trying to decide if I'm going to do a voice or not. You sh- I mean, it's too late now. You have to. Yeah. When I was 10. <laughs> yes. Uh, when I was 10 years old, I was up in the woods behind our house with my cousin Chari, who was then age seven. We both heard this really high-pitched whistle sound. They looked for the source of the sound, and Hollenbeck's described a white object peering at me from behind a nearby pine tree. He would later clarify the statement with, I say peering, but in fact it had no eyes that I could see. The two children hastily ran back to Hollenbeck's parents' home. For two years, all was quiet. But then an unnamed man was hiking through the woods when he saw a big white blob floating towards him. It terrified him so much that he jumped over a pond measuring six feet across. Wow. That is a little small for a pond. I would call that like... A river. Well, maybe it was really long. Mm. You know. Oh, it was really okay. It was a an opular pond. We call them cricks in these parts, boy. He eventually mustered up the courage to return to the scene with his once skeptical friend armed with shovels and pitchforks, ready <laughs> to confront the beast. Just, well, it's like a blob. You know, you figure you just like, I'm just 
Just gonna bury pull it? a piece off. Yeah, but I'd be worried that it would just sprout it into a split. whole new entity. Yeah. That would be a concern of mine. The arm they meant they had like a cup or something. <laughs> or a, a really cooler. big mason jar with yeah. holes poked in the top. They're doomed. The friend suddenly turned white as a sheet. He silently pointed ahead at a white shape which was hovering through the trees. They both <laughs> lost courage, dropped their weapons, and ran. They had tools, not weapons. <laughs> the wrong tool. Some say the third encounter was in 1964. Others in 1978. <laughs> quite a window (laughs) regardless this run-in with the beast was with barry scott and russell lee who were both 14 at the time according to them the first sign something was out of the ordinary was the tramping that's in quotes tramping outside the tent (laughs) okay so like something like walking around aggressively i guess yeah but i'd rather it be like crumping outside the tent (laughs) i'm just imagining this blob getting down (laughs) you know when you first said floating i i like just imagined it was in like a body of water but no things like in the woods floating in the air man just just hanging out okay how it can both float and tramp is also a mystery (laughs) okay good they peek they peeked outside the tent and saw an entity almost identical to the other reports This time, it looked more like a ghost than a typical blob. Both agree, it floated more than it walked. But Barry described it as bell-shaped, and Russell as the Virgin Mary. Oh no, they had a religious experience. (laughs) Oh, one of them did. It's the swamp gas that's leaking. (laughs) The most recent encounter in 2017, when town locals Owen Farley and Anthony (sighs) Malinowski... Describe the blob on a late night walk. According to them, before the sighting, the temperature dropped. And there's a loud, a loud high pitched screech. The figure, described as quote, a white blob around seven feet tall, appeared from the woods and floated towards them at a high speed, causing the two to run away. I have a question. Yes. Was the Virgin Mary also seven feet tall? You'd have to assume so. I mean, it's a little known historical fact, but the Virgin Mary had game. <laughs> She was scouted by Syracuse, mm-hmm. you know, NCAA champ. Wow. And that is everything on the Kinderhook blob. I like it. I also okay. like this creature. Here's a comment, because the Cryptids Wiki has a comment section. 2017, Excellent. let's go. This one is from August 26, 2018. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Said it. Said more than I could. I love the description of, like... It floated more than oh, it walked, that, that's implying from, it walked a bit. That's from Godzilla Fan 24445. That just sounds like... You're really going to put me on blast, Garrett? That sounds like a fake name that somebody would make up for like a movie about cyberbullying. <laughs> you know, like it's... You know what I mean? Like it would be in the in like the, the, the column. Here's one from... Um, Here's one from May 7th, 2018. Quite interesting. I'd like to think it's some kind of atmospheric beast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From well, an editor is me. Oh, okay. All right. Speaking of getting cyberbullied. Let me see that name so I could just cyberbully the heck out of him. An editor is me. Okay, an editor is me. You're over. This comment is really stupid. <laughs> Are you still on this creature? Yes, I'm still on so this So this com- thing has a whole thread. There's like a bunch of comments. 
Has this happened in any other It's like every single one. Yeah, you, you've never told us this. <laughs> yeah, we got it. We got it. This is like some gold material. We got to dive into these comments. I like all the one word ones. I mean, Nodoberg puts how utterly odd. But that was in 2016. So before the. <laughs> the dang. <laughs> before dang. <laughs> I saw this page and thought it was Kinderhook Bob. <laughs> <laughs> XD. <laughs> Cyberbully time. And then the, the stupid one. I wonder if this blob is actually a, quote, slime from European fiction. Or it might be something other than European fiction. Like Greek lore? Where does slime originate? <laughs> uh, I saw those kids on YouTube do it. Ah, uh, the weird slime fetishes. Is that over yet? Are people still sliming out? I think people are still making slime. Because kids love it. It's weird. Slime will never be over. <laughs> Slime is cancel-proof, is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. Slime is not. <laughs> you don't think so? We can cancel slime? Let's do it. I don't want to be the person to do it. Give me two. All right. Let's Beyblade. Catalonian Fallen Angel. Let it rip. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? Uh, that sound, Honestly, that sounds kind of like a like an Urban Dictionary sex move. <laughs> I, I got freaking wasted and she, I totally gave her the, the old Catalonian Fallen Angel. <laughs> You know, like wake up and like, hey, I need to schedule like a pregnancy test. I was at this like frat party and oh Jesus, I think somebody gave me the Catalonian. I think I'm giving angel. birth to a giant. <laughs> I don't know. He may or may not be Goliath. I need to get a blood test. He may have been a nephilim. It was hard to see through all the wings. <laughs> I learned a lot of math though. <laughs> you did a lot of meth though? No, no, I, well, I mean, yes, but that's no, not that's how the I Palm learned the math. Dalian Fallen Angel. That's a, that's a totally different one. <laughs> the Catalonian Fallen Angel was a strange humanoid creature that was on film in the forest near Catalonia, Spain. The sighting, parentheses, judging by the camera timer, took place at 11.13 a.m. on June 11th, 2006. There's a frame of this photo that looks so <laughs> weird. I'm Googling this right now. I'm going to Google it, too. I'm looking it up on YouTube. I'm, I'm hoping to be pleasantly surprised. Now, look on uh, Obscurban. Oh, I forgot but about But I'm this already guy. on YouTube. I might be able to find the whole video. Did the I show you this guy who became an accordion? <laughs> the creature is evidently humanoid. The creature is nearly skeletal, as if suffering from anorexia. While the body is almost exactly identical to a human, it appears to possess glowing eyes. <laughs> Its most defining features, however, are the growths emerging from its back that resemble featherless wings, like those of oh, a molting God, bird. Oh, this ain't right. No, no, this is a bad art project. I don't like this. There are several explanations of what the creature could be. Theories include a cryptid, an insane hermit, a demonic presence. <laughs> Oddly enough, not a fallen angel. Because I forget which one of these is... No, oh, I don't even... We can edit. We have time. Whoa. Nope. Nope. There we go. Ooh, trivia. While chasing the creature, the two men in the video encountered large white feathers as if from the wings of a large beard. And that's it for the Catalonian Fallen Angel. Well, as they say in Catalonia, thanks. I hate it, Shefton. I mean, it's not my fault. It's freaking Beyblade's fault. <laughs> Although I love this image of a freaking angel. This is awesome. What you got? <laughs> it's like a, a head wearing a cloud suit with, like... Like arms coming out of the armpit of its wings. Without my glasses, like a rotisserie chicken, which I like. <laughs> All right, it's the human head on a rotisserie chicken is an angel. Okay, so biblical. <laughs> I picked one. now. It's like stepping on fire. 
The one I picked? Oil pit squid. Oh, I don't know the number, but that's good too. I also am curious about the number. You know, my I picked by the name because I am in charge. Oh. Well, so you're saying you cheated. Yes. But I didn't know anything about it other than the name, so... The oil pit squid, as the name suggests, is a weird sighting of a tiny squid-like creature in oil. 1996. Like a little puddle? Artist rendering. <laughs> That's some jacked up semen. Oh, no. In 1996, Whoa. workers cleaning a sludge pit in Anderson, Indiana at the GMC Delphi Interior found strange grayish red squids, six to eight inches in length, swimming around in toxic liquid amongst <laughs> antifreeze and automobile parts. <laughs> One was caught and put in a jar that was stored in a factory, but disappeared before further research. Uh, no more specimens were found even after the pit was cleaned and inspected. And although this sighting has baffled people for years, causing people to believe in alien spores, <laughs> they could have been mutated earthworms or massive bacterial growth, or possibly... A fallen angel. A hoax. No. Oh. <laughs> no, don't do that. There. Respect the dead. Come on. Wait, Bracky's dead? Yeah, she's not a hoax. When did Bracky die? Like a year ago. Really? Yeah, Bracky. Oh. That's her from beyond. Her rumpology speaks. <laughs> I was going to say, somebody's got to use a rump- use rumpology to channel her spirit. We need Frank Stallone. Like, we, need, we need Frank Stallone. I do anything for my mom. We do. Here, take my ass. <laughs> you know, normally I wouldn't, but I'll tell you what. I'll maybe for this one. Hey, Frank, <laughs> get over here. A worker stated, "I live in Indianapolis. This is a manufacturing town called Anderson, about twenty thirty minutes north of the city. This story was originally told to me by a guy that I work with and lives in Anderson at the Delphi plant. They had a tank they used to store byproducts and chemicals for making bumpers." They found several squid-like creatures in this toxic goo. One apparently had an eye. <laughs> Only one had an eye. <laughs> the old one-eyed sludge squid. The specimens were taken, and no one ever saw them again. No word was ever sent as to what it really was. There were a very there were a few of them, and apparently were somewhat transparent and resembled squids, about as big as your hand. These chemicals would not be conductive to any kind of life. It's called. The oil pit squid. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a hoax. According to Mysterious Creatures, colon, A Guide to Cryptozoology by George M. Eberhardt, workers cleaning a sludge pit at GMC Delphi Interior and Lighting Plant, Plant 9, in Anderson, found, yep, just exactly what I just read above. Nice. Placed in a jar. Uh... It's not <laughs> even like a bad photo. There's an artist rendering. And I just know if I Google oil pit squid, I'm just going to get a bunch of, like, Mario Brothers. Go to crypt. It'll be oil pit squid, and the first result should be cryptids wiki. Oil pit squid. Explanations. The oil pit squid could be an alien spore, massive bacterial growth, a mutated earthworm, or it could be an unknown parasite similar to a water bear or a fish-like creature. Oh, there's a tabloid photo. Hmm. But that's just a face hugger. Ah. Okay. Oh, and he- we're back on the cryptids wiki, so there's comments. Nice. Let's see, are there any good comments? It says there's 15 comments. I'm excited for this. Maybe it could be a plant native to Florida, as they have an octopus-like plant. That's from Blood Feather the Udon. So, according to Superstitious Trash, this is such a simple concept, but it's honestly my favorite cryptid. Something about the idea of this organism just swimming peacefully in a pit of dark, toxic <laughs> sludge is wondrous. 
Like, I'm just like reading through these comments. Now. No, okay, this is dangerous. We can't know with the comments. Roll it. T-Bock 1992. Can't help but wonder if this inspired Creech from Monster Trucks. You know the movie where the aliens get inside the monster trucks and control the monster trucks? <laughs> no. Yes. Came out like three, four years ago? Yes. It's incredibly forgettable. It should have just been Speed Buggy, the movie. This isn't We've con- learned nothing, Garrett. Man Wolf says, This isn't a confirmed hoax. It's just thought to be. Like any cryptid. The tag and category need to be removed. Oof. Editors. Wow. Okay. Uh, here's just an anonymous user. I lived in Anderson. You're the fucking one who wanted these. I'm over these. I lived in Anderson. In and several of my relatives did, or did confirm through their superiors at Plant 9. Both my parents have worked in Plant 9. And then a response. Has any evidence revealed itself that you could relate to us? And then no nothing. response. <laughs> no response. Yeah. And then Neemgen55 says, looks odd. Okay, that's what I like. I like the one word, two word max. Okay. Uh, anonymous user, not no, fake. fake. <laughs> I don't like that. Response no, from another anonymous user, totally fake. Don't like that either. Dai Kuja <laughs> says, both of you need evidence to talk. Oof, that's the truth. It is the real truth. Okay, uh, Alan, pick a number. 23. Oh, hell yeah. What? <laughs> this one we kind of talked about before, I think... Out of not on Mike. Is this is the Greek dolphin? It's the Grecian dolphin. No, we've done that. One. <laughs> okay, right. Giant of Kandahar. <laughs> we have talked about this guy. <clears throat> oh Jesus! God, that art is so cool. I'm looking it up right now. See through the mirror. It's a fucking just a big redheaded giant, like impaling a U.S. soldier on a sharp stick. Oh yeah, okay, I know what this. Is. Yes. <laughs> The giant of Kandahar was an enormous humanoid creature allegedly encountered and killed by a group of American soldiers on a mountainside in Afghanistan. Steve Quayle spoke of an occurrence still classified by the U.S. government in his popular radio show, Coast to Coast. The events allegedly happened in 2002 on a desert part of the Afghanistan. On a desert part of the Afghanistan is what that fucking sentence says. Uh, When a U.S. Army squad went missing, a special ops task force was sent to find out what happened, and the soldiers walked along a ragged mountainous trail until arriving at the entrance of a large cave. Pieces of broken U.S. military equipment and gear were scattered all over around the clearing. The task force was about to enter the cave to explore its recesses when a 12 to 15 feet, not foot, it says feet, Red-headed, six-digit, double-toothed humanoid emerged and attacked the soldiers. This is like biblical, like, friggin' giant. (laughs) It's like (laughs) literally Goliath. The giant impaled Dan with a giant spear and proceeded to attack attack the rest of the squad. You're saying the giant hit him with a spear! Spear! Mankind! (laughs) He's Goldberg. (laughs) The witness states that he took 30 seconds of continuous fire to down the giant. Between them, the squad. Between them, the squad was armed with M4 submachine guns, recon carbines. Uh, it's in parentheses, semi-automatic rifles, and uh, <laughs> apparently they had 50 cal <laughs> I was like, and it's like the, the whole squad. Like that's not really how that works. Uh, yeah, uh, this much firepower concentrated on one target for one second, let alone 30, would cause a lot of damage. <laughs> uh, according to the witness. The giant who wore canvas or animal hide covers on to protect its feet, like moccasins, and smelt like dead bodies. 
The creature's body was airlifted back to the squad's base by helicopter and net. From there, it was loaded onto an aircraft and taken away, never to be seen again. Net, is that like an anagram for something? No, it was just a net. Oh. Upon their return, the soldiers were made to sign non-disclosure paperwork to stop the word to stop the word spreading of their encounter. God. Thank God we have some bureaucracy to protect us from the giant secret <laughs> I wish whoever out. wrote up those papers wrote this fucking article. He's <laughs> like... The witness states that he broke his silence because people have the right to know what's happening on our planet. I know what I saw. <laughs> the giant of Kandahar is a hoax, as the Department of Defense has no record of this incident. L.A. Marzulli, an author, blogger, and filmmaker, is believed to have created or heavily influenced this legend. And that's all for the con the Kandahar giant. You got any good well, uh, one word Invict- comments? Invictus eighteen thirteen says, "While I am certain the government would simply lie if it were true, the one piece of evidence that makes me think this was a hoax is in fact that not a single photograph was taken and survived the incident. I guarantee that if this was real, by the time those choppers got there, those soldiers would have taken hundreds of pics, and at least one of them would have made it out." This is true. This is yeah. I mean, I gotta wonder if, like, the person who wrote this up was just like, this looks totally legit, people are totally... Oh my god. (laughs) What? Okay. Icarus of Cronesia. (laughs) I am from Afghanistan, and I don't think it's true. Ronald828. I think perhaps you are not from Afghanistan. (laughs) Figure the odds, but good effort and nice try. (laughs) Afghan expert. I know many people in <laughs> Afghanistan, mo- most actually, and I've never heard your what? name come up. Wow. <laughs> Talking to the census over here. Like, I know a lot of Afghan people. I don't recognize your name. Yeah, like, don't your recognize screen your name? screen name. <laughs> I know all 20 million people on the internet. I'm well acquainted with the of Cronesia family. <laughs> this is getting pretty exciting and saucy. What else you got here? That was the end of that. Oh wow! That was the. It was like, oh, he's got, he got me. I'm really not not Afghani. <laughs> shit, okay. shit, he knows I'm Pakistani. God, of course. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That'll be the. Topic. Okay, here, here's a good one. It's a nephilim. Oh, okay. Well. Oh god! And then someone wrote a fucking twelve paragraph essay to that. Their dissertation. Oh, no, no, no. Anytime it comes to something like this, it's just. <laughs> Oh, okay, so I'm not going to read this fucking, like, this essay that this person wrote, but I will respond, I will read the the comment left by Bison the Great to their essay. Bro, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Shefton. Do you recognize any of these things in his long thing? Is it? Make any sense? Okay, I'll read the first sentence. Okay. Which will explain to you why I uh, just didn't want to read the rest of it. It sure is an old line. Conspiracy theorist as a distraction to make people fearful think for themselves. (laughs) (laughs) We're just opening with that, yeah. In a corrupt world, no conspiracies exist in the normalization of human behavior and acceptance of corrupt narratives and activity down to the dollar in your pocket. A debt-based instrument for which we pay through real resources, including the number of one resource by far, the human resource, in the process of paying back bank loans for car and mortgage. I mean, While the same thing... Here. I don't know what you're, what you're talking about. This is I wanted, wanted so far. I wanted Gnostic nonsense, not A, how a stream of consciousness works. that doesn't... Like, ugh... I forgot it's because we were dealing with the military and taxes here. Yes. So yeah, I was hoping we'd get angel talk. Nope. Instead, just angel dust. Also true. Shefton, give me a number 1 through 24. Uh, I 
I keep wanting to say 69. 14. <laughs> Gary, can you just oblige him and pick 6 and 9? Yeah. He's tried really hard. You know what? The last two will be 6 and 9. Oh, and there you go. Guy. What if the last two can be 4, 2, and 0? The Phantom Monster. <laughs> well, it could be 4 and 20. Oh, that's true. Do you want six and nine or four and twenty? Uh, okay, yeah, it's fine. We'll do. We should just. We'll do it normally. I picked fourteen. No, I'm no, sticking with fourteen. No, no, four or twenty or six and nine. Okay, we'll do four and twenty. All right. <laughs> oh, let me get rid of four and twenty. Okay, Jackson Dragon. Ooh, that sounds like a down out. Yeah, exactly. Give me dragon. He's got like a license plate and it's just like J X N D R G N. <laughs> really long Cadillac. Okay, there we go. Oh, no image found. <laughs> the Jackson Dragon was a massive serpent encountered by a farmer named Jacob Rochelle, as or described in a newspaper account from 1879. Rochelle was passing through a field in Jackson Township on August 16th when he was attacked by a massive serpent-like monster. Rochelle grabbed a scythe from a nearby barn. His first blow severed one of its horn. No. Not horns. First blow severed one of its horn. After the creature became snagged in the prongs of a reaping machine, Rochelle was able able to decapitate it. No, just... Ran him over like a husk of corn. A horned snake that he fought with a scythe that then ran into his thresher and died. I think that um, the reaping machine was Rochelle himself. <laughs> I was going to say, this, you know. Rochelle needs to marry Gunhild. <laughs> I think we'll find that he's This is a tragic a and horrible end, and I don't like it. <laughs> the creature appeared to be a massive snake, as thick as a barrel, but with horns above each eye. Rochelle and some friends measured the snake to be 34 feet in length. The head was small and flat, and the creature was similar in color to a garter snake. Yeah, but how did it taste? Possible explanations. Giant snake. Krypton. Okay. <laughs> Trivia. The snake was stuffed, and the skin was supposedly shipped to a Chicago museum. The skin never reached Chicago, and no record of it remains. Gosh dang it. And that's all for the Jackson Dragon. Wow. I just, I mean, you just, you just know this guy went like right back to work after this. <laughs> he just cleaned up his thresher and went right back to reefing. Well, yeah. according to an anonymous user, <laughs> I don't think a scythe would be able to cut a horn off of a giant snake. <laughs> unless a snake was the size of a green anaconda. Well, I mean, like, yeah, that's a giant snake. That's what they but said. But it's probably not a horn. It's probably like a skute. S- yeah. It's some kind, some kind of Durham. Yeah. That's the only comment. <laughs> no response. Creechy's global up this post. Alright, and then 20. Okay. This is a fun thing to go out on, I guess. <laughs> Usually is. Big hallucinated shrimp. That was good. <laughs> Arguing about the way the road works. <laughs> oh, no, God. that was the middle. <laughs> yeah, that, that was like the, the end of our collaboration as a unit. The killer cactus is, pos- <laughs> is a type of possible crypto-botanical creature. Often reported in the southwestern United States, particularly Arizona. Much like the normal jumping Jola cactus, this variety easily latches onto clothing and flesh. However, many people who have encountered this creature claim that they were standing at least several feet away from any cactus when they were attacked. Okay. So it just sneaks up on you. These creatures seem to come in two types. The most commonly reported type is a typical jumping Jola cactus. And the second is a 
Saguaro. Uh, Saguaro. Saguaro. Yeah. Through the latter, though the latter is isn't reported as often. Huh. There are several explanations what the creature could be. Theories include a species of mobile cactus, just a regular cactus. It's like from that Scooby Doo episode. Simple hysteria. <laughs> Peyote hallucinations. <laughs> the cactus. The cactus. <laughs> The killer cactus, despite its name, has yet to kill any humans. But go for much turtles. Like, much like the killers, out. the killer whale. And that's all the information. On this killer Kowalski, all these people that have not actually killed anything. But oh, uh, yeah, that's they, it. That's it. That's everything that was on here. Wow. But these comments. The first comment: big hitboxes. Because <laughs> they're standing several feet away when uh, from any cactus when they yes. were hit. Yes. Bruh. <laughs> This is all that it says. Those are the two comments, and they are not... They're just two separate, unrelated comments from... Oh, they're both from the same day. But big hitboxes? Bruh. But are they both from Afghanistan? Well, I'm an (laughs) Afghanistan. Something of an Afghan expert. I know several people in Afghanistan. Most, even. And I've never heard of you. And that is... That's our grab bag for today. Man. You know, it's incredible we actually didn't have a single argument today. I'm impressed. Well. That's not a challenge. <laughs> we're not trying to start an argument. Man, um, I need to, we're down to like 20 things on our grab bag list. Really? I need to, okay, so we got really? I need to go look for like really shitty one page creatures. Wow, we've really cleared it out. Yeah. Man, okay. Arbiters so, of knowledge over here. Plugmendations. Yeah. Well, I actually, I came prepared for once with a plug emendation. Um, again, I'm plugging a YouTube channel. That's what you do. I'm plugging brick bending. Well, you know, I, I, I just burn through content on YouTube, <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta keep trying to refill it. Uh, but there's a channel called Brick Bending. It's a guy that like makes some pretty incredible geometric shapes using Legos. Um, like due to YouTube's new like um, the like shorts feature, mm-hmm. a lot of people have been like. Um, yeah, like, uh, content's being kind of spread a little bit more easily. So people might have seen it already. Uh, that's actually how I found it myself. Uh, and it's just actually really incredible, some of the stuff this guy makes. Like, Legos are far more flexible than you might think. Uh, although, if you, like, become... If you, if you, like, get anxiety easily, some of these might make you kind of nervous. <laughs> but I recommend checking it out, if you're even slightly interested in art or Lego. Or Lego art. Or No, not those two together, just independently. Mm. Okay. If you like those two together, you're out of luck. I'm sorry. Oof. It's got you there. I'm never out of luck. I ate a leprechaun. <laughs> uh, well, okay. All right. Touche. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Big R.I.P. Norm Macdonald. Oh yeah. I'm gonna say the Norm Macdonald show in general, which I think is on archive. They take it off YouTube, but the best one is the Super Dave episode. That's my favorite. I agree with this completely. <laughs> Oh, I can play. He was in Dirty Work. Yes, he that is movie, Dirty Work. That movie is one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Plug in the Dirty Work. This, <laughs> Hello, real cops? <laughs> hey, uh, Scotty? Yeah. <laughs> hey, just, there's some guys running around dressed up as cops. So he's even just beat the hell out of them, right? They're not <laughs> cops. Hello, real, real cops. cops. <laughs> These cars are fully loaded. Yeah, fully loaded with dead <laughs> prostitutes. <laughs> that movie is uh, solid. Yeah, it is. It is a good one. Who's the other guy? Is that Artie Lang? Yes. Artie Lang. That? Yes. Yeah, wow, man. I just saw something where he's on like The View. And I think Shooter McGavin? Yes, the- I'm, I'm sure. 
That poor man. I think it's, it's like something Ted too. McGinley or something. Yeah, he's got his like entire hand up that dog. Yes. <laughs> and um, John Goodman's the mayor in that movie. For, That's like, right. A split yeah. a second. Yes. My plug is actually just going to be for Dirty Work. <laughs> That's fair. You don't mind to. Why not? <laughs> dirty Work all around. We're all three we're all stealing Alan's, Alan's plug. It's what he would have wanted. Stealing other people's jokes. The Bob oh, Saget man. one's great, too. The bros. He's just reading out of like an ancient it, book. Yes. <laughs> I love when uh, Norm MacDonald is hallucinating from the brownies. Like the testing the medicine and the brownies. <laughs> and he sees Adam Sandler dressed up as Satan. <laughs> Come with me. You belong with me. And then he just turns. Oh, uh, what's his name? Seth Green? What do no, you? No, I don't... no, not Webster. The other one, <laughs> Gary. Cole. Yes, Gary Coleman is next to him, just laughing. Because yeah. <laughs> oh. Gary Coleman was fighting Mike Tyson before <laughs> in the other hallucination. <laughs> Thank you to Jan Noen for the use of our theme song, "Crypted Love." Check out our Patreon, and remember, all you need to do to be a cryptozoologist is to say you're a cryptozoologist. <laughs> Just that long comment.